when we were shoveling snow to play ball in February and March. For me, it's playing ice hockey with the boys and making that amazing pass. And when the clock went down to zero, every team just came down to the court and they started just to celebrate with us. And that moment was so pure because I just remember thinking, wow, like we're just a big team. Hey, this is Dominic Susi, and welcome to my purest sports moment. Is that is that a new job for you? Yes. Nice. Congrats on Welcome that. Welcome to Tennessee. It's a great state. Thank you. We're happy to have Thank you. you. So much. <laughs> where are you in Tennessee? I'm in Nashville. Right. Right. Where, I'm excited. Where's the? Where are you going in Tennessee? It's in Johnson City. Is that clear? Is that near? No. No. <laughs> it's like three or four. I think it's like four. I dr I drove four. through Johnson City to get home in my six hour drive today. So. <laughs> Where's home? Na oh, Nashville. wait. Where, from, you, where from were you coming northern, from? Northern uh, Georgia. Okay. Ah, so hey, how, how did you find the, the game yesterday, Adria? I'm guessing you watched that. I did. It was really good. I was driving for part of it, um, trying to get down here. Uh, Rec recruiting? No, no, no. We're So we're actually on a dead period, So which means like we're not allowed to be recruiting until, you know, because of COVID restrictions. So until they – you know, move that uh, the dead period is supposed to end May 31st, but they might extend it. Originally, it was supposed to end in, in April, um, and then they extended it until May 31st. So I think they're just trying to, NCAA is trying to just see what's the safest thing for people to do. Okay. Uh, so, so yeah, what, just waiting on that. What part, what part of the game did you, did you watch the, uh, did you have the chance to see the, the fourth quarter? Part of it. Okay. Like, I was just like, because I was driving the whole time. So, like, oh. I was, it's not good, but I was, like, looking and driving, so trying trying to keep up with it. We were listening and driving, right? Right. <laughs> I was Thank actually, all my, like, I have, like, four kids, so all my kids were, like, just watching the games. Like, I'm trying to, I actually watch more of the women this year. And, and last, the last two years, I've been watching more of the, the women tournament, actually, than the men. Like, do, yeah. Do, do you watch the men? or? I watch both. Do you, do you find and when I'm not watching my when yeah. I'm not watching my own team, you know, when I'm not working, I <laughs> I try to watch both. Okay, but do you do you feel that the like the men are really really like right now like playing like one on one and that's it? That uh, it seems to me like uh, it's really rare that I you don't... see like passing and stuff. Like it's it's really like okay, this is my turn, and then after that they pass the ball. All right, go get yours. And it for me, like yeah. I, I I don't like the the, the the kind of like basketball right now that where they jacking trees and just that's like one on one. So that's why, like I I've been I've been like looking more about like just seeing the women play. I was like, hey, right. this is this is pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm telling you, my 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 wife used to play like uh, college ball too. So we mm -hmm. we bowl like bat like a basketball team. Like, but we have a basketball team like with the kids over here. But it's like a right. basketball family a bit and. uh They've they've been balling <laughs> like like yeah. McDonald like from, from from Arizona. She's so Aries she's so good. She's, she's so insane. good. I like I like that. So so you guys are like Division One too. Yep. That's cool. Yes. That's cool. Yeah. Congrats on that. So Thank what's you. your what's your background like? Uh, uh just to, just to let you know that like, the podcast is really casual. Okay. So we, no, you're good. We, we do have like some stuff that we ha we we have in store for you. But we just like go like okay, it's just our, cool. our style with, with me and Bianca. So what like how like how and where did you grow up? Uh, like a 
uh, your sports background a bit because I know yeah. you've been you've been playing at Georgetown. Is that it? Yes. At the end, well, that's sweet. Like that's my like yes. that's my go-to. I actually post something on Twitter lately about those shorts that they have like too much like short shorts for like boys right now like playing like like college game and the only thing that I remember is like Allen Everson back in the days like the, the kind of like baggy shorts right the with, shorts with, that came below the knees yeah oh and that was you like George oh yes and that, that, that's the way to go and I, I don't I don't get I don't get it for the women I don't care because I'm not a woman so I, I don't judge but like for the men I'm like guys what is this man I don't I, like like this is not I feel, soccer I feel like it's so much easier to move when your shorts are shorter though oh yeah because Like, you just have freedom to move. Like, I don't know how they were playing. Like, I wonder if they would have been, you know, if the NBA would have been better if their shorts were shorter. They would have been faster, carrying less. Yeah, like, if you know, like, their knees aren't getting caught in their shorts when they're trying to make a move, you know, maybe. Less AC yeah, airtels? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> maybe. It's, yeah, maybe. But sometimes it's just about, like, you, you need to have the, the right style, actually, to do it. Yeah. To just do a sport. And I think that, that Iverson back in the days, I like the perfect style. So that's what I mean. So, I love yeah, so, <laughs> so let's go back to your background. Yeah. Then. So, like, did you grow up only basketball in the basketball family or you just do, like, anything? What, what's your background? So um, I did. I grew up in a basketball family. I actually have pictures of my, my hey, parents. Bring them out. Playing basketball. Oh, yeah. Show me that. Show me that. So this is my mom. Oh, sir. Nice. That's, that's awesome. my mom. So back in the day, they played with men's balls. So that's why that ball is so giant. Yeah. And then my dad and a little newspaper cutout. Love it. He's, he's a big dude. Yeah, he's he's like six six one, six two. Okay. So, okay. um, that's a big basketball family. Um, I actually wanted to play, so I started playing soccer before I played basketball. Okay. I played soccer. I only played goalie. I was a good goalie, but I was really boring. And why, I spent why, most why, of the time why, going why, like stop, this. Stop! 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 Going why, like this. Why only goalie? I don't because I was tall, so I was the tallest person. You know, like she's when you're tough. Seven, they when when you're seven, they say, "Hey, you're tall. Get go stand that. at the goal." Yeah, yeah. We, so no, we don't do that in Canada, though. In Canada, that, you don't do a lot of things, so no, that makes sense. No, we don't. We no, we don't do like I've never heard of that. Like my my daughter actually plays. She played goaltender too. She because she's tall, but that, yeah. that's just because she didn't really like like soccer that much. So and like, that, I but know. I also might have, they might have also, I don't know, but they might have also picked up on the fact that I might not have been that good though. You know, like I might have just, they might have just been like, she's not very good. No, you can catch you the ball. The, you need the tall person. And I'm going to stick with that because that's exactly right. what right. happened to me growing up. So I'm sticking with that narrative. <laughs> exactly. Um, and so that was actually the first sport I played, uh, then got into basketball. My dad was my coach for, um, you know, from nine until 15. So for six years, he was also a high school coach um, and our AAU coach. And then he, uh, he was a contractor and then had to do some contract work over in um, Jordan um, for a year. And so I played for a different AAU team, um, a different program, and you know eventually decided to not go too far from home to Georgetown. And were, um, were you like recruited like everywhere? I was recruited. Yeah, I was recruited at a lot of um, a lot of different high majors. Ultimately, you know, it came down to West Virginia, Virginia, Virginia Tech, and Georgetown. Nice. And Georgetown. You? you tall? I'm six foot. Yeah, oh, six foot. Wow. Yeah. You tall. 
Well, so, and, you play, and you play what? You you look like a point guard or a shooting I played, guard. No, I played like the, the three and the four. Okay. And, you know, Georgetown just, it just fit. You know, was, I, I haven't really told too many people this story, but I actually pulled names out of a, out of a bowl. Yeah. I, bravo, bravo on the honesty <laughs> and the guts. I love that. I pulled it, I prayed over it and said, okay, this is how we're going to determine. And I don't really remember the, like my mom and I go back and forth because it's just me and my mom, my dad. I don't know where my dad was, but had my dad saw the way that we decided to choose where I went to school, he would have. There would have been some words. <laughs> okay. Um, and so kind of vague on, like I would take them out. And so like when they were out, they were out. And then some, and then like I took out Georgetown like on the last round and then I put it back in there oh, okay. and then switch the switch like whatever I was like either the next one I pull out is it or yeah. where I'm gonna keep you, the same thing you wanted thing. to I, go there though you wanted yeah, to go there yeah like as soon you knew as soon as it got pulled out I was like wait a minute so I why, mean why, why Georgetown just, what, what was it about Georgetown is it was it like a bit about like Allen University and just like the university like, uh, like it's in DC and stuff like that is that something that, that think, was like it was the closest school, um, it was the closest high, ma high major school. Um, the Big East was one of the best conferences in the time. There were 16 teams in the conference. Yeah. Um, and just the competitiveness, I kind of fit the Big East style mm -hmm. more so than the ACC with the other two. West Virginia was also in the Big East. Um, and when it came down to, you know, Big East, you know, thinking about it, when it came down to Big East, like I knew at Georgetown, like, the kind of weight that a Georgetown degree would carry yes. if I got yeah. out of basketball. Um, well, and what are you studying? I studied sociology and theology. Why, why are people uh, studying like so much like sociology in states? Like, uh, like we don't hey. have that. Because we like people and we like understanding we, society. Yeah, yeah Correct. whatever. That's why. <laughs> um, I actually wanted to go to school for communications. Okay. Uh, and I told also during the recruiting process I told all the coaches that that's where I what is what I wanted to do so I'm sure they were really upset when I chose Georgetown that did not have that major because and whenever, whenever they asked me I was like yeah I want to do communications <laughs> blah 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 but so you so, made it, it you made it work for you and right. so did you play all four years at Georgetown I played all four years yes was the, who's, the, who's the best player you played against ooh um there was a couple, so I don't. Players? All the UConn players. Um, the toughest person I ever had to guard, though, yeah. Angel McCautry. Oh snap! Angel McCautry was arguably now I was a freshman and she was a senior. Okay. So that was also very that, difficult. That's some work. But she is a phenomenal player. Uh, there were so many good players in our league over yeah. the time, but I just remember like hand in her face like this and shots going in <laughs> yeah. and it was like i don't i mean i'm not sure how else you want me to guard her how do, so how do you feel about the girls right now like the uh like the the sensation like uh like like the, the two freshmen that that you saw like uh in the tournament the page in uh -huh. the yeah uh, kathleen page and caitlin caitlin Kath yeah caitlin. yeah like, i saw her i was like phenomenal i saw like, they're caitlin, phenomenal I was like, who is this like <laughs> the game is growing so much and like that is the that is the really promising part of like women's basketball and the sport growing is you know 
there's so much grassroots um, investment. Yeah. You know, there's players who are taking the game more seriously, uh, you know, as they're growing up. Like, for me, I love playing. So, like, I took it seriously because it was something that I enjoyed doing and I'm super competitive. Uh, but now people are able to start seeing it as, uh, you know, players early on are able to see what they can get from it, right? You know, okay, they the WNBA is more accessible or, you know, pl- playing overseas is more accessible and they start to see what those things look like. You know, growing up, you know, I've, I'm just now starting my 10th season in coaching. So, like, uh-huh. I graduated in 2000, okay. 2012. So, you know, in 2006, nobody was really thinking. Like, you knew overseas was a thing, yeah, but you didn't know how big it could be. Did, did you did you um, have a shot at playing that, that kind of level too or after – Overseas, yeah, yeah. Okay. but I, I mean, I went 15 minutes from home yeah. to school, mm-hmm. so to get me across the, yeah, no, yeah, I, I kind of <laughs> know, I kind of know the sentiment. I actually went to the my college actually is about like five minutes from where I grew up, like all my life. So like, and I and I was actually like, uh, I had my fiance who was not my wife for like the, my wife for like 13, yeah. 13 years, and we we've been together for like 22 years, so. I was wow. not, yeah, I was not going to go away that much to the States, no. actually, for college. And mm-hmm. after that, like, I had to choose to go, like, to Europe. And I was like, I don't want to go just play basketball. And that's it. I just, like, eat and play basketball. That's not, like, like that, that's just not me. So I decided, yeah. I decided to stay here. But, like, I can, I can actually, like, feel a bit what she's saying. Like, just staying home, right. family stuff, and uh, being around. Do you, do you have, like, siblings? No, no? Okay. I'm an only child. Oh, okay. So that helps. <laughs> yes, so, my parents are my people. Mm-hmm. Oh, get yes, completely. Before you get in, Bianca, I have I have a like I have a question right now. Like, are you like uh, Eastern Eastern Tennessee? Is that it? Me? No, right East now? Tennessee. East East Tennessee. East Tennessee. Or like, uh, what is the color of the, the the school? Is that yellow? Yep, yellow and blue it, and navy blue. Is it why you have your nail like like this right now? Because look, it, it, yes. it, it looks fire right now. It is why. Yeah, okay, it looks. Fire. It is. It looks fire. I was like, <laughs> I never, I, I never compliment people on nails. That's my first time ever. But I was like, those look. Fire. I love that. I will <laughs> adamantly you. say that because I always get my nails done and I've never gotten a comment from him once. But it's fine. I'm not wow. bitter. It's um, fine. It's fine. <laughs> the little things he just decides to notice today. Uh, but no, to your. So Dom always comes on, and this is the time that I'll actually own it and say, you know, he's the funny, goofy one, and I'm the serious question asker. And okay. I'll own that today just because, for me, hearing about your experience going from D1 out of school like Georgetown, that has an incredible history, both in terms of academia and athletics, and then going and choosing to then coach Division One as well. You know, we've mm-hmm. had a couple people on this podcast that have been D1 athletes, but then coach, you know, high school, middle school, youth. Right. And we haven't really had the opportunity to kind of pick the brain of someone who decided to stay at that level. Yes. So what were, you know, the initial things around that choice? You know, why Eastern Tennessee? Right. And, you know, what have you learned also in your last 10 years? Congrats, by the way. That's incredible. <laughs> Thank you so much. Okay. So in case you haven't noticed, there's a trend of like, I'm really unorthodox. And I think that, you know, God always has a way of working things out and putting you where you're supposed to be. Um, so when I, the thing about Georgetown, like you mentioned the academia part, all of my friends knew what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I was just going to college. Like, and I enjoyed my, like I enjoyed sociology. I enjoyed the things that I studied, but you know, and I studied theology and people are like, are you going to be a pastor? And I'm like, I don't plan on it. 
you know, if I'm called to do that, then sure. But like, that's not, they're like, what are you going to do with your sociology degree? And I'm like, I don't know guys. Like I'm just going to school right now. And so as everybody started like saying, oh, we're going to go to grad school or we're going to go to this or we're going to do this. I'm like, okay, maybe I need to start thinking about what am I going to do? Cause like basketball is going to be over for me. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to go to law school. Cause I, I like to, you know, I like to debate, you know, everybody was like, always was like, you should be a lawyer. Mm -hmm. I enjoy talking. So I'm like, sure. Like, so I decide to start studying for my LSAT in like mid October for the December test. Oh, so that was the only time I could take it because we didn't have a game, you know, like that was just, the, that was the only time I could take it. So a month and a half on top of basketball, my regular school, I had quite a social life. So all of those things, trying to study what, what, for- was that, was that supposed to be quite a social life? Yeah, like just- You think this dynamic just, woman isn't a social butterfly? I don't know. Like, right. I'm not a social guy that much. Like, what, I'm just like, what is that supposed to mean? Yes, uh, quite, quite a social life. Um, hold on one second. It meant very little time for studying, and for anyone listening, they yes. recommend that you take 12 to 14 months to study for the LSAT before you actually take it. For real. So. <laughs> She's out. Poor. Like, what, 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 is, what is this LSAT thing? Like, that's the... So, so the United States, you have to take a... Well, you go to law school, and you take an entrance exam. Okay. And it's the law school entrance exam. So you, everybody has to take that that law school exam like, Sorry. to get in? Yes. All right, cool. So, We're explaining uh, the American legal system to Dom. Yeah, <laughs> right. every time. So, <laughs> it, 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 so keep going about that social life. So you, you, right. you're so, a party girl. I mean, I just, no, not really a party. I just was like wherever people were, I was. So not necessarily like party, but like. You, if you were, were at Tombs gathered, Trivia. We know it. I was at Tombs Trivia. You were correct. <laughs> I was definitely at Toons Trivia. Um, <laughs> but, and so I didn't get the score, obviously coming from Georgetown, I didn't get the score I wanted to go to the schools that I wanted to go to, which were like Vanderbilt, Georgia, LSU, like, and so I'm like, if I can't get into those, I'm not going. And I was like, you know what? And at the end of my season, I started coaching this nine-year-old boys AAU team. Uh, and I loved it. I mean, that was... It was phenomenal. They were so cute. They were really smelly for nine years old. But just the, you know, I'm so grateful. Like, they're all grown now. Um, they're do, in college. Do, do, they know, just... do, they, do they know you called them smelly? Yes. Yes, because I said one time, like, in a huddle, I said, all right, bring it in. And I looked at them. I said, Whoa, okay, back up, back up. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, back up. Um, and, like, I was like, you guys got to make sure they need, they need deodorant. Okay, parents. Get your kids some deodorant, cause I can't take it. Yeah, at, but, at some um, point you have to like every parent that has that like coach or like someone like like emailing them or like, hey, yeah, your daughter she's there now, like she she has to like right. your your boy she has to like there's a nine year old that's kind of a, a good spot that's a sweet spot. <laughs> I was like immediately, um, and so like that's where I was able to start you know my coaching career you know um, that was. I coached the nine-year-old boys AU team for the program that I played in, and I was the first female coach on the boys' side nice. on there. 
and you know, like I told my mom, so it was the final four. So it's around the same time. Uh, obviously my Georgetown didn't make it. We lost in, in the second round. So we didn't, we didn't make it that far. And that's a huge conference for, uh, you know, women's basketball coaches. So they go out there, they watch the final four. Um, that's when they, they hold the WBCA convention. And so I was like, mom, I think I want to, like, we're sitting at a basketball game. And I'm like, mom, I think I want to go coach, try to coach college basketball. And then I, we were sitting there looking up flights to Denver. Uh, and I'm like, ah, you know, they were like $300. They were, we can get you out there if you need to go. And I'm like, $300 for just a day just doesn't seem, doesn't seem right. And so, you know, my parents really, I'm forever indebted to them and grateful. You know, they put a lot of money in investment, obviously to get me to division one, um, but then also to chase this dream of co coaching division one basketball. Uh, the way it actually panned out was, a kid I coached on my nine-year-old boys team. He played on uh, he played on his school basketball team with uh, Az Fudd, who is now going to UConn. So she was number one. She was number one player in the 2021 class. So they played together. Her mom played at Georgetown. So obviously, the kid's mom on my team knew her mom because you know basketball moms, yeah. things like that. And so AZ's dad worked at Longwood University, which was my first job. And he, uh, the the women's head coach was on the men's side prior to taking that women's head coaching job. And so they had worked together as assistants. So basically they helped me get an interview and they helped me get my first job. And you know, that's how I got my foot in the door at Longwood University in Farmville, Virginia. Uh, and so, you know, the people, you know, when you joke about like, why is everybody studying sociology? For me, people are really important. And so I'm grateful for the people I've crossed paths with, um, you know, getting to these moments and, and opportunities like that. Uh, and I guess I think that's what I learned about in my journey is if you treat people, you end up where you're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. the, and go yeah, ahead. Let, let me go back to the sociology stuff because it's, it's actually something that I've been like, I've seen a lot of people doing sociology over here. We don't get. I got one friend who studied that, like in a, in, a, in college. Mm -hmm. It's not something that people go into. When I think in the states, maybe as a kind of a first major, that's something that people uh, do, and we don't have that kind of a first right. major stuff. What is the the thing that you remember the most, or that that you say right now as a coach that you can take from that like major and you say, hey, you know what? I didn't think about it back in the days, but that's really helped me or that that class really helped me or that, that book that I read uh, in sociology. Mm -hmm. because it is something that I'm actually really interested in, in but I, I think I didn't I didn't get the, the courage actually to say, I'm going to go sociology or like phil right. philosophy. Like that, that was something I would love to do, philosophy. But it's like, what you going to do after that? Like my mom would have right. like, what you going to do after that? Exactly. <laughs> So is there one thing um, that you say like, oh, that, that really? Helps? I don't. I don't know if there is one lesson, but understanding how people function together. So just the general study of understanding how what motivates people, how people function together, what how people communicate. Yeah. Um, that has helped quite a bit in my career, uh, in just terms of like figuring out how to navigate new spaces. You know, like I left from. 
Longwood and then went to College of Charleston in South Carolina to Marshall in West Virginia, now here at East Tennessee State in Tennessee. And so I've had to assimilate a lot of times and just try to figure out new people and, and dynamic structures. And um, I think just the overall study of the program in, so, in sociology helped that. I don't know if there's one class. I have one professor um, who meant a lot to me, uh, but not necessarily like one thing where I could pinpoint and say, this is what helps me be successful as a coach. I got you, got you. So you, you've been like, a, and we're just finishing the intro right now, so Uh, uh, you're um, you, you've been assistant like everywhere you went like over there. You, you never... Yes. Okay. So, yep. is this something that you? Because I know like I'm a like I've been coaching a lot too. So I'm, and I know I'm an head coach like in my like the way I'm thinking. And my wife actually she's like nah. If I'm coaching, I'm just an assistant. Like I'm not just, but like I'm gonna be an assistant. Like that's the, the, the right my personality. Do you have what kind of personality you have as a coach? Are you like the the one who say hey like let me take it over a little bit or are you like I like that mellow stuff like and just like go talk to the girls or the boys and say hey you know what like like screw the head coach like you you do your thing and stuff like that like you I got your back is what, what, what like what kind are you um I am I do have a I think a head coach mentality that's I just if there's opportunities I like to seize them um but what I've learned you know, over the course of these 10 years is that I do have such a bold personality where I've had to learn to become a better assistant, yeah. uh, to learn to say, okay, what is it to learn to ask questions? Like, okay, what is it that you need? Um, uh, how can I help? Okay. And I do, uh, hold myself in high regard as a, as a really good communicator. And so I do try to make sure that I translate whatever the head coach is saying to our players if sometimes it's you know they don't understand yeah you know if there's like you know the little question marks above their head yeah. as the coach is talking like i try to just make sure like okay you know not necessarily talk over the head coach but like on the side it's like okay hey this is what this is what he's talking about or if they say something that's like that doesn't necessarily make them feel good but they needed to hear it it's like okay this is what they're saying yeah you know so don't take it out of context don't take it from from here to there this is what they're saying and this is why they said it. Do you understand? Uh, and so just, I think that's, that's my important brain though. kind of functions that way. But that's important for as assistant a, in basketball because like sometimes like the coach, like depending on the, on the coach sometimes, he, right. he, he can get on people and then he, like, he move on. And, but, but the player's like, right. no, 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 like I don't move on. Correct. So like, you have the assistant to that say. I didn't move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, assistant right. to say. Calm down a little bit, like you. It's just like it's just a drill. It's fine. <laughs> so right, it's just whatever. So let's. It's just a moment. Let, let's move to. Uh, that was the, a great intro. You, you, you're you're perfect for this show. So <laughs> <laughs> so let's move on now that we know a bit more about you. Like to kind of your purest sports moment. That's like a, what we try always trying to do. Like try to learn more. Like that's not that's my baby out there. I don't know what she's doing. <laughs> so yeah what is your purest sports moment like the, the moment you, you, you take back in your mind and say hey that's sports for me that's really like how I view sport like when I was growing up teenager college is that just like that's a moment that's like this so if sports something that's it that, that that's the moment over there oh uh, that's a good question I know uh, I know that's, that's that's a really good question that's the I don't, title so of the I show I didn't watch <laughs> I didn't watch 
that makes sense. I didn't watch a lot of sports growing up. I played like so at recess at you know before my parents would come pick me up. Like I played a lot of basketball, but anything where people were and playing a sport, I was in. So like the only sport I'm not good at is baseball and softball. <laughs> baseball slash softball cannot hit the ball to save my life at all. Like okay. Any, not, any kind of ball, you, you cannot. Not if I have something in my hand. I can play tennis. Okay. Like, tennis, okay. I'm okay. Okay. Um, But, like, golf, no. Like, trying to hit the ball in golf is just, I mean, yeah, but, ridiculously but we, difficult. We have to, like, golf is something else. Like, it's just like. A, uh, a... Don't get on golf. Golf is actually. Don't get on golf. A, a, don't get on golf. Um, But I would say probably. You know, the moments where I played outside is probably like the pure, because it's so, when you talk about pure, you take away like all of like these other like elements and it's just at its core. Yeah. It's just summertime playing basketball on black, on the blacktop, you know, with people you don't know, uh, you know, unorganized. And it's just the sport, right? It's yeah. just a bunch of people out there hooping. And the only thing is, like, let's have a good time. And when I think about basketball, when I think about sports, sports is community. You know, sports is spending time with people. And so when I talk, like, at the purest point of basketball or sports for me, um, in my life, it's obviously it's always been basketball, but in that pure sports moment, it's probably, like, summers outside, yeah. pooping. It's like, Mom, can you drop me off over here? with these random guys that are playing basketball at this court. And, like, I used to go on, like, court tours. Like, if I always kept shoes and shorts and things in the car, because if we drove by and I'm like, Mom, let's stop right here so I can go play with these people. That's incredible. Uh, so that was, you know, that's probably my sports, my pure sports moment. Yeah, I, I, and I think that summed it up. And, and actually, that we can, we we going to record this. We're recording. Well, we're going to take that segment and actually – that's our motto for like the pure instinct company because that's exactly it that's why we actually do this show it's just to show yeah. guys that like sports actually and i always say these people like basketball i love basketball i just love basketball okay just like you right okay right but, yeah and i yeah i wish i could coach basketball but i have too much kids okay and i have to take i have no i have to <laughs> at some point in my life i took the decision to say i'm gonna take care of my kids and not the mm -hmm. kids of others. That's just that's just yep. it for me. And because it coaching sense. is like you have to be there. Like for you, it's like a full time commitment. And sometimes you have to be there for eight right. eight uh, at night and stuff like that. And my kids go right. to school. My wife she's a doctor. She doesn't have time. Like like I have to be at home. Like I don't want to be like a, a prison yeah. father. So, but there's one thing about sports that it's really important for me. What you said about community and just go outside and. Uh, that purity of the game and no people I, I, I enjoy I just enjoy the fact that like basketball is not about the NBA it's not about the NCAA like when you when people realize that it's a culture and the culture is actually what you just said it's just like you go outside yeah. and you just play there's no scoreboard there's no referees you just play if somebody hard follow you that's not a good that's not a good thing to do in the park you, you have like to learn as a kid like how to do your stuff out there and how to respect people. And I'm guessing right. that you, you go like against, against uh, like maybe older people like I did, like when yeah. I was young, you, yeah. you learn really fast how to respect people on a basketball 
sport when it's not organized. Because when it's organized, right. you always say, oh, it's the referee that's going to do this. And I'm playing, yep. I'm playing against girls my age and stuff like that. But when you go at the park, you have to respect people out there. And, yeah. and that, I think that's a that's something that we actually missing a lot right now, like in the sports culture, in the basketball sports culture, where the AAU has taken a lot of stuff and the people that they play against, the people their age. And it, like in Canada right now, the, the basketball courts are empty. And that, yeah. that's one thing that I, we just be, before you came in, I was like, I go to the skate park with my kids like all day, like every day. And that's one of the things about skate that I really enjoy is that my kids just ask me, can I go to the skate park? And we just go like for three hours and there's like older people like showing tricks and stuff like that. And the, the community vibe is really cool. And it reminds me of like back in the days in basketball when I was growing up. Yeah. So I love, uh, I'll, I'll take that and actually show that to a lot of people and say, you know, this is sport. And that's what I, I love. It. I love it. <laughs> so is there like a moment like a... And uh, Bianca, if you want to go, like go. But, like we call that the the NFT moment. Uh, you, I, I'm I'm sure you heard about now about the NBA Top Shot and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay, but we don't talk about like, the, that much, like the spending. I don't, right, I don't right. care about that. But is there like, a moment in your career, okay, that you wish that you have like ten cameras on you, like different angle, a drone, like everything, like over you, and you say? Wow, I wish I had that because I want to keep that in my pocket. Like for every, like when I have kids, I'm going to show them that was your mommy out there. Like this is it. This is the, like that simple 10 second moment that you just like crushed it over here, uh, like on the basketball. Yes. So I was not like the leading scorer on the team. Like I did all of like the, the dirty work. Like I was like the glue. Uh, you know, I would take charges and, um, you know, re offensive rebound, guard the best player, um, you know, things like that. And so if I had to think about a moment that was like that, it would be like probably celebratory moments, right? Like I think that it would be really cool to show how excited I was just to play, right? Like I don't think I had like a, oh, I did some, like I had nice moves, but I wouldn't want to, those don't really mean anything to me. Oh, sorry. That's all right. Um, like those, they mean stuff because they're points, but, you know, ultimately, like we beat Maryland to go to the Sweet 16 my junior year. I wish that there were so, there's a picture of it um, where we're all running, like I'm screaming like this with my teammates. Like that moment was such a special moment me like I would have loved to see videos of us running onto the court yeah. celebrating together you know my team um, at Georgetown they mean so much to me you know my teammates over those four years I have six other classmates there were seven of us that came in as freshmen and we graduated together uh, and you know as you get older you forget about the baskets that you scored yeah. or the rebounds or the, the tough plays that you made or the game I I was going to get ready to say the game that you won and lost. I don't forget that. <laughs> uh, at least not the ones I lost. I might forget the ones that we won, except for, like, the big ones. But the ones that we lost, I don't forget. Um, but, you know, those moments where you can look back, like, I would love to show my kid and say, this is what, this is what you should feel like. Yeah. You know, these are the moments that you should be seeking out. And it's not about how many points did you score. 
you know, like I said at the beginning, like I'm a people person. So it's about what is your experience? And had I scored more points at Georgetown, would I have had a better, better experience? Probably not. Yeah. You know, like, you know, the people were going to be the people and I love the people. So like if I scored 20 points a game, would I have had better time? I mean, maybe we would have won more if I scored 20 points a game. You know, like if I added more points a game, so maybe we would have won more. So possibly that, but not, um, not like because I did some ridiculous move to to score a basket that, you know, love it love didn't it. necessarily change anything. Yeah. Bianca, do you, do you have another question for her? Because I I have a couple today. Like I, I'm. Re- I, I'm really feeling it. Today. Tom's on one today. Now, I'm yeah. happy to take a, a, a backseat. I think, you know, but what I always think about with coaches, like, you know, John makes fun of being on the road. And um, he was like, oh, are you coming back from recruiting? You know, when you got into the D1 side of coaching, when there was that switch from player to coach, what do you think was one of those things that you as a player might not have seen, but now as a coach can totally – align with and see why things were done for a certain way how hard decision making is like how tough decision making is about playing time how to communicate you know those things um that as a player you're like just put me in the game like i'm gonna go i'm gonna go do stuff like just put me in the game and you know as a coach you take a step back and you're like okay it's not personal as a kid, I mean, as as a player, it's like, oh, they just don't like me. And it's really, you know, there might be cases like that, but it's really not that way. And I had to apologize to my coach, you know, when I started coaching, like, I'm sorry that sometimes I was difficult to coach. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm sorry that sometimes these moments were, were hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, hindsight, hindsight is 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just how difficult playing time decisions really are. First, first, and... first, time I, first time I coached, like first time I coached high school, I was like, there's too many people on my team. I was like, there's too many people. There's like a team of basketball is like seven people. And after seven is like, uh, I'm sorry guys. You did like, so I was like, no, nah, seriously. I was like, this is so tough because like they play, they all practice with us and stuff like that. And you're mm-hmm. like, I don't have the playing time, and the people on the on the, the field is they're not tired that much. So you're like, what can I do? Like, uh, no, right. that's that's not. And a, I think that's that was for you. that. Just you saying that that's like, I like I wish I could be coaching right now, but not for that. <laughs> yeah, that was probably that's probably it. Um, and then just like the the ins and outs of like running a program. Yeah. yeah. I had no idea. I mean, like I knew I had to submit my meal orders and mm-hmm. generally things like that, but like, you know, tracking phone calls, like all of the office stuff of basketball mm-hmm. had no, <laughs> there's a cat in the building right now. <laughs> we're, we're, we're removing the cat from the desk. He's trying to make an appearance. He wants to talk sports. Um, but like cat, basketball, I knew office stuff, like, yeah. Recruiting was difficult. Okay. Um, trying to figure out which kids yeah. we should be recruiting. Like I, I could recognize if kids were good, mm-hmm. but recognizing which kids were going to come to Longwood was very, very difficult. 
Okay. Yeah, I'm guessing. I'm guessing. Uh, let me ask you this: Do you have like a like a a, a book selection or curated book selection that you offer to your athletes, or you like you like, oh, this is a good book. Like, not it doesn't have to be about just sports and stuff like that. But do you have a book that you say this is a good book? Because I know like I've been actually when I was coaching high school, that was something that I learned from Phil Jackson, like reading him, uh, some stuff about him. I was like. And I, I start, started reading and just giving books to the student. Okay, and I don't. Yeah. Do you do that, or do you have a book? I don't. But now that you say that, like that's something I should I should think about. Uh, something that I give like seniors, um, you know, after they've exhausted eligibility, if the NCAA is listening, um, is uh, all the places you'll go. Really. You okay. Know, so so you know, why that? You know, it's just, it's a fun, obviously it's a fun book. It's Dr. Seuss, but you know, right. it's so daunting to leave a space that you've been in for 15 years, right? Like basketball, yeah. the structure and the things like that. And then walking out into the world, um, just like a, a boost of confidence that like you're equipped for this moment, you know, mm. you're going to excel. You've figured it out, right? Like you don't always have all the answers in basketball. Yeah, it's a, it's a place of comfort, but you still didn't have it all figured out here. Right. And when you get out there, you're going to do the same thing that you did in this space and figure it out. And you have the tools and you, the capability to go ahead and do those things. Uh, so just something that's that's light and it reminds them like to dream and you know chase after their dreams and don't count themselves out because you know life is what they decide to make it. All right. We're going to finish on this, but like, uh, today I, lo I just love like uh, all the flow of it and like we could talk forever I feel uh, I'm gonna do something <laughs> special that I never do like with no guests like over here let's do it after no, it's just like after we finish today you, you're not gonna do like online but we I'm, you're gonna send me your address okay and I'm gonna yeah I feel you're part of the pure family now okay so I'm gonna actually send you I don't know how like the Amazon stuff is gonna go like well I'll figure it out I'm gonna send you my top one book, okay, for my my, my awesome. Like it, it's yeah. it's just awesome for coach, and I'm just gonna send it to you, okay. I never do that normally, awesome. Okay, but I just feel I appreciate I'm that. I'm not gonna send you a T-shirt. I'm gonna send you a book because I think you're gonna appreciate it. I love it. that. Uh, it's a it's it's a mindset book. Like it's a it's a like a what's it called? It's called the peace, the way of the peaceful warrior. Okay. okay. Was, yep. Uh, I wanted to make sure I didn't have it. I do have a lot of books. Okay. Sometimes they get read. Sometimes this, they don't. This one but, is pretty niche, actually. It's a. Uh, it, I like. I, that. I just read it. Like I, I love to read books, and sometimes in books, there's like there was Phil Jackson writing, and he was talking about like a couple of books that he that he gave to Michael Jordan and stuff like that. And I was just like, mm -hmm. ooh, let me let me get that book, and I get that. Right. I got that book, and I was like struck by it. I was like, wow, this is something mm -hmm. else, and. After that, like I, I tried it on some of the athletes uh, with me, and they all came back and say, "Well, this is like, like it really like helped me think about mostly life stuff." And it's like, and it, it has like an athletic background too in the in the in the book. So this kind of like, oh, that's cool. A gymnast, like he, he's having an accident and stuff like that. And then he has like a mentor, and, and kind of it's a it's a it's a really cool book. Like you have like a second yeah. second like deep level stuff. But some of the athletes that are like you know, college and even the coach, I'm, I'm sure you're gonna ap appreciate it. So I'm gonna I'm take sure. your address and I'm gonna send you my first. Awesome. That's my first gift that I do to a guest. To, to I, he's not kidding. I, 
Thank you, you so much. Send me books. I have a full damn library. Come on. He said, I send you t shirts. T shirts. That is true. The t shirts are pretty great. I'm fundraising right now. Like, I don't have time to, to, to give up too much stuff. Like, I don't have can't, money. Can't give, out, can't give a book out to everybody. No, I'm trying, though. No. I'm trying. That, that's part the of it. Man's working. That, that's part of my thing, though. Like, I'm trying to get like that pure instinct. I'm trying to get like a, a, a something else. And I'm trying to get you. Now I want to get you like to, to play it, actually. And for I will play. But for, I know you would. You told me on Twitter, but like uh, drive for, on down to Nashville when we get that going. Yeah, but for for different right. reason actually, because you you seem to be someone who like obviously love to coach other people, coach and stuff like that. Does that I love that. I love that part because I believe, and I th- told that to Bianca in one of our blogs actually that says like you don't coach you don't coach basketball. You coach players that play basketball, and that's like right. The, the moment you realize that you actually coach people that love to play basketball right. that's a that's a different game like because like it's yeah. not, you're not coaching basketball so and uh so i'm gonna like, yeah so i and i feel that pure instinct for you as a coach you're gonna really feel that it's a great game it's a great sport but you're gonna feel mm-hmm. oh wow i could actually take that spirit of it and just put that in my practice like warm up in my off season yeah. just like i told you and that's what i did actually and it, it worked so well and uh yeah, I think I think you're gonna love it. So I, I'll make sure actually that that Nashville or like close by is gonna be yep. close enough for you like to come and try and stuff like that. So that's for sure. It might perfect. You might be do, doing some stuff like we looking for do some stuff with the college and stuff like that. So we never know. It's all right. You never know. But I'm gonna send you uh, the uh, the book. That that's my thing. Like awesome. today, that's I'm just Thank you. I just feel I appreciate I just that. feel good today. He does. I love that. I'm glad I caught you on a good day. I appreciate I'm, that. I'm always on a good day, though. <laughs> that is something true. Dom is never not smiling, so. Eh, you know. Good. You know. We take it. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta love it. All right. Thanks, Andrea. Awesome. It was awesome. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so much.